Hello, everyone. This is Miranda from the Provoking Prosperity podcast. In this episode, I have Mallory Kirsten back on. We get to dive into her chart in all things manifester. In this episode, we discuss how the expectation or the energy of being a manifester has held her back or kept her slightly stuck because of not understanding the energies of a manifester. As we dive deeper into her chart, she realizes the power that she truly has and the ability that the flow state really gives her if she does give her permission to rest and how success truly can be through rest and through flow. So let's dive in. If you're a manifester, take notes. Also, some of this energy is even associated with a manifesting generator because the manifesting part of the generator has this initiating starting action. However, you get to kind of seed things and then wait to respond. So if you're manifesting generator as well, take a listen to this manifestor energy because you do have part of this energy of initiation and just notice how it resonates for you when you are in some of that process of having an idea and starting it by either seeding it or I like to say dipping your toe in. So let's dive in. Let's look into Mallory's chart. Do you spend all of your time building and maintaining your business so that you achieve the success you envision? Do you feel frustrated, unfulfilled, and have a loss or disconnect from your creative flow? Are you a conscious leader that is ready for change when it comes to society's views on money, wealth, relationships, and what prosperity truly means? If so, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Provoking Prosperity Podcast. I am your host, Miranda Mitchell. I am a 2-4 manager who is here to empower and equip you to step out of the box of social norms, guide you into using your voice for inspiration and impact, and support you in finding what prosperity means for you so that you have the business and life that fulfills you. So grab the cup of coffee, get comfy, and get ready to hear the heartwarming and heart-wrenching personal stories, all things human design and jinkies, plus tangible practices that you can implement right now for your personal and business growth. Hello, beautiful souls. It is Miranda, and we are back here with Mallory. And now we get to dive into her chart. So I wanted to say thank you. And I wanted to say welcome. I would love for you to share what's coming up for you right now before we dive into your chart. Oh, geez. So I'm coming to terms with the fact that I'm a manifester. And so with that, you know, in this world, I, I mean, I feel like probably so many projectors and reflectors can come out of the woodwork and say very similar things as to what I'm saying now is that productivity. <laughs> How do I be productive and give myself kind of the, the waves of the, the rest cycles? And I've also heard that for manifestors, actually our natural state is rest. And then we get these bursts of energy to even do the work. So <laughs> do all the worky things. <laughs> I think that's been like a real challenge for me, but at the same time, I know that I'm so much more productive when I give myself that, that rest. Hmm. And the thing that I've sort of been working with, with the manifestor energy is alienation being a huge part of the attraction game because of the closed aura thing and 
what I don't get for me personally <laughs> is this idea of, I just hear a lot of people say that they're intimidated by manifestors. And I'm like, I am the most cuddly manifester that <laughs> I have ever encountered, ever. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> there's that sort of thing. I was told pretty early on in the journey because a lot of the people were giving examples of manifestors being kind of these almost really militant energies, like military war battle leader kind of things. And then someone said, well, actually, Martin Luther King was a 5-1 manifester just like you. Hmm. And part of me is going like, okay, that's a lot of pressure. And the other part of that is that heretic line, that five line, if you look at history, positioned him as a, an enemy. And he ended, hmm. his life was cut short. Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot <laughs> with the manifestor aspect of this. So mm. I want to give you a different view of, Great. of manifestor. There's two aspects. I wanted to first ask you, what is the meaning of success for you? Because you mentioned that the resting, right? You notice that when you have the rest, then you find these beautiful flow states where things do happen and do occur. But what is happening for you or in your mind and your expectations of yourself when you are in that rest state? And why do you feel like you have to be in the flow state 100% of the time for you to be successful? Um, so I guess the first answer is I define success by how much pleasure I'm feeling in the moment. <laughs> mm -hmm. So that's actually how I define success. So your definition of success is in the now, the pleasure in the now. You mentioned something about the flow and how you have a hard time with having to rest to be able to then get into the flow. So what what is your feeling about the rest part? I guess what's coming up for me is that there is a certain amount. We live in a world where there's a certain amount of work that has to go in so that money comes in. For me, it's, you know, disengaging that programming that's given to us when we're very, 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 very little, that hours in equals mm -hmm. money in. A lot of jobs out there are hourly wage or they're salaried, but there's contracts that say you have to be in the building from this time to this time, you get this much time off and that sort of thing. And I think entering into my own business I, we get a lot more flexibility when it's our own business, certainly to work with the rest versus work cycle, but also there's still a certain amount of work that has to go in for the money to come in. Like I can't just sit there and be laying in my bed and expect clients to just randomly start lining up out the door to come work with me. Mm -hmm. I still so have sounds... to have a social media presence. I still have to write copy. I still come up with offers, you know, like we're still. Yeah. Well, when you were talking, you mentioned the control aspect of being within a regular job and having the control. Mm -hmm. When you said that word control, it stuck out to me. And I think maybe because in your chart, you have a lot of the 21 and the 21 in your chart is in your conscious son. The 21 is in the lowest expression or the expression when you're feeling like you're out of control or you want to feel safe. 
or have resources, you would have to control things. And that's in the lowest expression, the 21 control. And you have it in the sun, conscious sun. You have it in the conscious north node. I thought I saw it somewhere else too. And you also have it in the unconscious moon. Mm -hmm. So this is a big, big aspect for you is the control. But in the highest expression of control, it's authority and surrender. So surrendering the control. Okay. So I'm going to let you talk because you're laughing. (laughs) This is my life. This is my life right here. Especially, you know, I do have sensual pretty high in my erotic blueprint. And that, that blueprint is a lot about surrender and having, creating surroundings for myself that allow me to surrender. Like I feel safe enough that I can just surrender. And that's a key element for you is trusting that you can surrender, that you will be supported when you rest and you're not in the flow to trust that when the time is right, you will be in the flow and you will get done what you need to get done faster than anyone can probably even snap their fingers because it'll be in the flow. And then you get to rest again. You don't have to constantly be pushing, 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 which I understand by looking at your chart because you have the will center, the ego center defined. You do have that ability to push through, to make things happen, to get things done, even if you really don't want to, even if you're tired, even if you're exhausted, even if it doesn't feel right, you're able to do that. Plus you have it connected to your throat in the money channel. This is about resources. It is about bringing all of these out to life and it's connected to your spleen and it's connected to your spleen, which you're a splenic manifester, which means in the now, you know, in the now, in the moment when the timing is right. But the minute that you question it, it's gone. It doesn't mean it'll never come back, but you've missed that moment. So it's truly about trusting, surrendering, letting yourself when you're tired or what, letting yourself go for the walk without judgment. Because if you're going to go for that walk and you're going to judge yourself, oh, I should be doing this. I need to be making money. I need to be doing this. Then you're truly not really resting. Surrendering to do that rest and in the now moment, taking that action when it shows up without questioning, without wondering how, without wondering if it's going to make sense, without wondering if people are going to buy it, but just doing the process. Yeah. So do you feel like you're able to do that now or do you get up caught up in the head? Oh, I can definitely get caught up in the head for sure. And especially with the defined will, I call that my integrity center because Mm -hmm. usually where that shows up in my life is when I've given somebody my word on something, they're going to have something for me by a certain time, or they're going to, even if I'm, you know, bone tired, that's what kicks in because, oh, you know what? I said that I was going to have this to somebody, but by such and such date, or that I was going to be there for somebody, even though I might not feel like it in the moment. And my spleen is maybe telling me, Hey, yeah, yeah. I might need to take it easy today. Like, what if you actually said, I, in the now, it feels like a yes in the now, but let me get back to you. That way you're honoring yourself and you're not pushing through with the will 
all the time because it is important for you to have the integrity. You have integrity, you have the 26 in your Saturn. So 26 is your lesson. It's learning to deal with this integrity and how you can be an integrity because as soon as you're not an integrity, then you start getting upset with yourself and then it's the spiral, right? Mm -hmm. So how can you set it up in a way that you can let them know, hey, in the now, right now, I feel like a yes, but you know what? That's in two weeks. I truly don't know how I'm going to feel. I will let you know. What if you were to do that? That feels really, really good, actually. But see, this is all new information for me. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> I've never the been manifester, told- You are so powerful. You truly are. The manifester, and you have so much initiation in your chart. First of all, the manifestor's initiation. It's starting things, not always being able to follow through and finish. So you need to have people to support you. You need to have people in your business to do your social media. You need to have people. And I know in the beginning, you can't do that in certain aspects, but eventually you do need that because then you can just show up in your brilliance. So you start things and you need to support to finish things because your ideas are brilliant and they may get lost if you're not able to finish them. So you need to have that support. Then you also have the 53 in your unconscious earth. The 53 is the gate of starting of starting things. So for you to be grounded in who you are, your energy of who you are, which is the 54 and the 21, this is the sun energies. For you to be in the sun energy, which in human design, it's not what we do in life, it's who we be. For you, what your purpose is, is to be that surrendering to the process in your authority and having that inspiration and insight. That's who you're here to be. To be grounded in that, you have to have the opportunity to let yourself start things. 53 is starting. So if you don't let yourself start because you don't know if you're going to be able to follow through, you're not going to start things or you're going to start things and then it's not going to follow through and you're going to get upset with yourself. So so setting it up in a place where you can start those things and be supported. And then you'll have the 48 in your conscious earth, which is the 48 is inadequacy in the lowest expression. It's having to prove yourself over and over, whether it's to yourself or to other people. I'm going to just be vulnerable here and open and transparent. I have the 48 in my conscious son. This inadequacy is my friend. It's something that I've definitely dealt with. I have always, always had to be on Dean's list, always, always had to get all the certifications, prove to myself that I'm worth it, prove to myself that I know enough before I bring it out into the world, continue to learn, 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 learn until I'm better, until I'm fixed, until I know enough to bring it out into the world. You have a lot of certifications. You have a lot (laughs) as well. And when I read that, I was like 48. So the beauty of the 48 is once you realize that you already are this wisdom, because in the highest expression, it's wisdom. You have all this wisdom from everything that you've already learned. You truly don't need to learn anymore unless you want to do it for yourself. You don't have to learn something new to bring to humanity or to support other people. If you want to do it for yourself, go for it. But if you want to do it because you feel like you need to know more, that's out of alignment. So for you, the 48 is also in your earth. So it's trusting that you have the wisdom, starting things and trusting that you have the wisdom. What comes up 
when I say that anything at all, you can say, I don't believe in that or whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think when I first started getting cert, like when I first started specifically when I was learning Akashic records and emotional clearing, I felt like I needed those things in order to be able to serve people. I would say that it's moved a lot more in that direction of not necessarily feeling inadequate and like I need to have more, but there were, you know, there were courses and things on the table for me to teach. And in order to be able to actually go out in the world and talk about erotic blueprints, I needed the erotic blueprint certification because that's intellectual property that's copyright or trademarked and protected. But I didn't feel like I needed that in order to be able to continue to serve people, I guess is what I'm saying, because I had done so much of the work for myself that I was just then it, then it was, I want to bring this work out. And the same thing with sacred money archetypes. It was I had done this work for me. And saw how transformative and amazing it was for me, and then I wanted to cycle it back out. But again, it's registered trademarks stuff right. that I can't really go out there and, and, and talk about unless I had the certification. So it's definitely moved a lot more in that direction. And, you know, to our points earlier, I can get in my head about it. <laughs> that's okay. We're, we're all on a journey of where we're at. We're never going to be in a place where we're a hundred percent in our highest expression. If anyone believes that you're going to be very disappointed because we have triggers, we have bad days, we have days when we're stressed, we have days when we're tired. And those are the days that things come up. It's how we move through them and how we embrace them and not, not create a belief about it being something wrong with us, or I have to get out of this, or I have to fix this. It's more so, oh, I'm feeling this way. How can I support myself? And I know you talk about self-love, self-love coach, and unstuck coach right self-love and unstuck so how can I have the most self-love for myself when I'm going through these moments and nothing's wrong with me absolutely mm -hmm. are there any questions because I want to give you what you need as far as awareness because I know you said that you have this this feeling about being a manifester once you step fully into that manifester power and let yourself be supported in areas, I feel like you'll have a lot more fun. Totally. You'll have a lot more pleasure. Yeah. yeah. I think I heard a lot of what I needed to hear because a lot of also what I've heard from manifestors, like you have it so easy. Mm. You just have to initiate. You don't have to wait for an invitation. You don't have to wait to respond. You don't have to wait for a lunar cycle. You get to just go. I'm like, yeah, but also, if I'm not doing it aligned with who I am, I literally have no go. There's no go for me to just go. <laughs> right. I think that's the part that people don't understand. It's like, no, I, I don't. And I don't think any of the energy types have it quote unquote easy. I think we all have our challenges. We all have, you know, and the deeper that we dive into the charts, they kind of make themselves known, like the lower expression versus the, the higher expression. I don't know what they're called in, in like human design, but the like the city in, in gene keys, like the highest possible expression that you could possibly mm -hmm. be. The whole thing with initiating when starting things, you also have the 51 in the North Node in your unconscious, which the 51 is what raw 
pageant is sun. It's to shock, shock people and initiate change. You are here to truly do that. You have a lot of the starting initiating energy. And with the spleen being your authority, it's like initiating energy in the now. So how can you truly trust that and not have an expectation of what it's going to look like? And I am here to shock people. Exactly. I would love to shock, shock them with how much pleasure I'm able to, get to, to bring into my life. Because that's kind of edgy for a lot of people. It's edgy and it's really because we're so used to, oh, life is so hard. There tends to be that when people are like, oh, life is so hard, there's a lot of commiserating. Oh, my life is so hard too. And then we can get into these little bubbles of, oh my gosh, it's so hard. So how shocking would it be to be like, no, actually my life is great. I'm experiencing so much pleasure. <laughs> this is amazing. When I tell people, when they ask me how I am and I'm like, I'm amazing. How are you? And they're like, fine. And then they don't believe me that I say, when I say I'm amazing. No, I'm telling you I'm amazing because I'm feeling really amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it does kind of shock people actually. And I guess my sort of interpretation of that more shock value and shock factor meant that I had to be, I don't know, Lady Gaga in the, in the meat dress, you know? <laughs> like, oh no. But it's... it does not have to show up that way. <laughs> No, it can show up in what you speak about. It can show up in how you work with your clients. It can show up your relate in how you be in relationships. Shock can be in any way. You have the G center defined. Would you say that you do have a a good sense of who you are as a person? Oh yeah, absolutely. So just being you, that's all that you are here to truly do is to be you in the right timing, shock people in the right timing, surrender in the right timing, initiate people, initiate things. And then life will be so much easier and so much more pleasurable for you because it will just be in the flow. There won't be any planned. It's not like you'll have to do scheduling for the post and do all that stuff, which probably makes you feel really restrictive. Yes. But it's more so flow and fun and pleasure. And that's why you do what you do with pleasure. Because you know innately that's you. So how can you, and I'm just going to say this, I don't care what everyone else is doing. That's why I call this provoking prosperity. I don't care if people working nine to five. I don't care if people say, I remember I went to go visit my father. And the first thing that he said about my cousin is like, oh, she's a good girl. She works so hard. I'm like, well, that sucks. I, you know, I I don't want to be a good girl then because that would suck. (laughs) That sounds awful. That sounds terrible. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, let's shift what society tells us is successful, normal, what we should be doing, because that is why most of society is not happy is because they're living by expectations of someone else that told us we should be doing something. And we're the ones that we can say, well, that's not for me. Good for you. If you're happy, I'm happy. So let go of what everyone else says your business should look like. And as soon as you do that, that's when you start receiving clients. 
that's when you start receiving those things because you're not trying to fit yourself in a box. It's not you. So how are you going to be receiving when you're not even being your authentic self? I think step number one is to stop trying to please the social media algorithms by posting as often as they say that you're supposed to post every single day. Instagram prefers more frequency. So multiple times a day for that platform. TikTok also prefers more frequency. But then how do you have time to do anything else? <laughs> if you're posting three times or four times or five times a day on Instagram and TikTok, it's like, how do you have time to do anything else? If have you gone I'm into your chart at all as far as the the astrology aspects and where the gates are in your astrology? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there's other layers to that. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because I felt the same way with social media. I had this real resistance and I didn't enjoy it at all. And finally, I just let it go. Like I posted whenever and I, I truly realized that I connect with people more on a one-on-one basis in events. And then once in a while, when I feel like the timing's right and I want to post, then I post because I have the other avenues as far as how I get to meet people and connect with people. So depending on like what's in your 11th house, because 11th house is like community, there's different aspects that you can look into that can help support you in knowing which is the best right way to connect with people. It may not even be social media. I know people on social media, they put something on and they sell everything like within an hour. And it's like, how do you do that? I go and connect with people in person. I do retreats. And then we build like this relationship. And I've noticed for me, relationship is very important where they don't have a relationship with these people. They don't even know who they are. There's no connection. But with me, there's like connection. So does connection feel important for you within your working with someone, like the intimate connection? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like connection, true connection with someone who's completely in non-judgment, that's the safest space that we can offer our clients is actually that connected piece. So 100%, I am with you there. Yeah. So maybe it's not about social posting. I remember when I first started, I would make it a priority to go and meet someone and have a coffee date or a yoga class or something while I was out and about and talking to people every week. That's how I would connect rather than social. And then I would do social once in a while, but it wasn't my, my end all because there was resistance and I got angry (laughs) because of my typos and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, and I do enjoy creating content, but there does come a point where it's like, oh my gosh, when I feel like that's all that I'm doing, when I feel confined by having to do it a certain way, then it's like, (laughs) I don't want to do it anymore. And that means that with human design, that's what we always say. If it is not lighting you up, regardless of what type you are, if it is hard and there's resistance, you don't really want it. It's not more so like, yeah, sometimes it's a learning curve, right? But you still kind of enjoy it. But if it is like, this is not light me up. I am not having fun. There's, it makes me angry. Then it's not for you, at least in that moment, maybe later on. But right now, what lights you up? What would make you feel good? How do you want to connect with people right now? 
you gave me a lot to chew on. This is definitely a different set of information that I've ever been given in a chart reading. Mm. So, and, and I think I heard what I needed to hear. Oh, good, good. <laughs> yeah, you know, as a splenic in the now, when it feels good, initiating, starting things, not worrying about how they're going to finish and not to make a judgment about yourself if you don't finish something that you've started, if you don't have that support, asking people or letting people know it feels good now, but I don't know how I feel in a week. Let me get back to you or let me get back to you a couple of days before because you can push through, but then also you can get really burnt out and then angry almost like, oh, I really don't want to do this, but I've made the commitment, right? So giving yourself that permission and that space to be you and let people know, you know, I'm not going to make any commitments that no longer fulfill myself too. So I can say yes now, but later on, I'll get back with you. Really self-love, loving yep. yourself first. Yep. Well, thank you, Mallory, for being here. Thank you for letting me go into your chart just a little bit. I appreciate you. And everything will be in the show notes. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing, if this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.